Welcome to the Star Wars Nerds Podcast. I'm Dan Vatabunker. And I'm Kenton Larson. And we're just a few days away. We're doing it. We're preempting the regularly scheduled Media Nerds Podcast episode, which we've been doing kind of bi-weekly in, in, in conjunction with this. Uh, we're preempting that for this episode of Star Wars Nerds because it is the week that the Eyes of Skywalker comes out. Uh, we're recording this on a Tuesday, so we have two days, essentially, until Thursday night when we're going to go see the film. Um, so we're going to talk about, we're going to take a look at our predictions from a couple years ago after we saw. I've been carrying them around. Two uh, years of carrying this wall <laughs> After of we paper. saw The Last Jedi, we made predictions. We're going to look, take a look yeah. at those. Uh, we also want to talk about The Mandalorian today because I loved the last episode. And we're getting a new episode early this week. Tomorrow. But I want to start with a tweet that we just got like minutes ago from Mr. Chris Schiffman. Was he spoiling the movie or something? No, no. He's, oh, he's, he's giving me gears. He says, remember to stay and watch all the movie, Dan. And that's, that's, uh, that's a, um, uh, Slag against me because I somehow forgot the last 10 minutes of episode five or whatever it was of The Mandalorian, episode six. I don't remember which episode we're at. But the one where at the end of the episode, um, the person, the person yeah. does take Baby Yoda hostage. I completely forgot about the part where The Mandalorian kills him. I don't I don't remember watching that. I'm sure I did because I got to the end of the episode and, and it showed it. But I must have been distracted by my phone or something because I don't remember that at all. Well, and then after you told the story, I was like, did I? Did I imagine? <laughs> That's what I thought. I was, I was wondering why you didn't correct me. And I'm like, well, I let you talk, which is all, which is what I always do. It's a you. classroom technique. Thank you for letting you let me the, talk. You let the person talk and and get it out of them, and then you go, uh, okay, hang on a second. Could it be? Could, could remember McClunky? <laughs> That's right. Okay, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. it wasn't there. Yes. And then I was like, wait a sec. Maybe this is a McClunky. Maybe something. Maybe there was something there that wasn't there that changed. And then he says, and Kenton, remember the movie premieres Thursday yeah. evening, and you have tickets to the 6.30 p.m. showing at the Garrick. I don't... That's a joke. Is that a joke? He wants me to go to the wrong place. Because you're going you're going to pull apart. Yeah. And also, I'm free for the Friday panel. Yeah, he, he messaged us a couple days ago about that, but we, we just decided now when we're going to do the Friday panel. Maybe so we'll we get should back do to it at... Whenever the movie comes out, we have so much to say. Maybe we should do it at 9.30 in the morning. Sure. On Friday. Yeah, yeah that's fine. All right. Yeah. So I'll tell Schiff. We'll oh, no, we'll he'll listen touch. to this. That's, a, that's how we're communicating <laughs> now. That's how we're talking to people. <laughs> just listen to the podcast. It's everything. <laughs> Dad, can I go to my friend's house? Listen to the podcast. I'll tell you on the podcast. I'll, yeah, I'll tell. You. That's right. It's all on the podcast. I left it. I leave it all in the podcast. So this last episode of The Mandalorian was by far my favorite episode of The Mandalorian. It's a great episode. It's yeah. so much fun. Uh, where do we start? So many awesome character actors in this. I feel like every actor in Hollywood is just itching to get in on the Star Wars action. Comedian, try. Well, no, no, Bill, Bill Burr, I think, is is getting into the Hollywood. Yeah. He's been acting in a few things now. Like, how long ago was it? Five years ago he was in Breaking Bad? Yeah, like but he didn't have a big role. No, I know, but he, but he's nah. he's here and there. He's been acting and stuff. So, um, and I, I don't think, I don't even think someone told me that he's not even a Star Wars fan. No, yeah, he's fam- he famously makes fun of it. Uh, so why but, did he why did he go for the role? Well, he want he was on he wanted to be on John Favreau's Chef Show. Oh, okay. No, I'm just kidding. But he was he was on the Chef Show. Was he okay? But, yeah, and that clearly was when they must have been shooting. Yeah, so um, it was weird that Mandalorian. Uh, but it, no, I think I just think they're uh, they appear to be hiring comedians for uh, many well, of I the mean, roles. Well, I mean, we've seen we've seen some of those, right? I just want to quickly bring many. up yeah. Yeah, many. Um, so I'm just going to quickly bring up The Mandalorian. Uh, but let's talk about the story first. Uh, it's the first episode that we've had take place completely in space, yeah. which I love. Uh, it was a very good bottle episode. And and if you're not familiar with that term, it just means that they pretty much stay in the same place for most of the episode. Like they're on that prison ship and they reuse that set probably a bunch of different times in, from different angles. It's like Cube, right? They're using, they're using the same set over again to show us different parts of it, which I think is really clever. And I love that type of filmmaking. And uh, and yeah, all the characters we see. I'm going to bring up the character actors here, but um, all the new characters we saw and the whole idea of the jailbreak was really cool. I just loved every aspect of this. It was so much I, fun. I'm, I'm happy that they got it all into one short episode. I thought it would have been easy for them to make it a two-parter, uh, but I like it. I sort of like the quick. Hey, all right, we're gonna do, go do one of these, and then we're gonna do one of those, and then we're gonna go here, then we're gonna go there, and the, and as I said uh, last week, I'm I'm happy that the show we don't know the shape of the show yet. We don't know like kind of how what the how 
what a, a season of The Mandalorian is, and we still don't really know because we don't know how the last two rep- episodes are going to wrap up. Right. So this one is called The Prisoner. Um, I'm just going to click on this. Hopefully, it'll give us a rundown of all the cast in it. I'm trying to think of the guy who played the very first character we see at the beginning, the guy with the big, long beard. Uh, oh, no, that's Sons of Anarchy guy. Yeah, but he's also yeah. in, in Batman Begins. Yeah, he is. He's, in, he's been in tons of stuff. I'm trying to figure out what his name is. Mark Boone Jr. Yeah. is an American actor best known for his roles as Bobby Munson in FX's Sons of Anarchy and in Christopher Nolan's Memento and Batman Begins. But he, I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. He's so well known. Um, so he he plays like an old guy. Now, he's pretty old. Like you can see he's got big white beard, big white bushy beard. And they say he, he ran with the Mandalorian back in their old days. So how old do you think the Mandalorian is based on that? As old as Pedro Pascal is. <laughs> <laughs> We don't well. We don't know because we haven't seen his face yet. But he could be a lot older than he could be in his fifties, maybe. Um, how, old, it, how old is Pedro Pascal? Uh, I have to look up Pedro Pascal. Are you gonna look up that one? Sure, I'll look up that one too. Yeah, let's see. Let's see what his actual age is because I don't know. I'm I gonna think, guess late forties. Um, those biker, based. those biker guys from Sons of Anarchy. Oh, he's actually a, forty-four years old. He's a year older than me. Oh, there you go. So damn you, Pedro Pascal. For I'm older than him. I could kick his ass. <laughs> I could tell him what to so, do, and he'd have to listen. So, uh, but yeah, when when they talked about like the old days, I mean, they said he's like that was a long time ago. We don't get a sense of how long ago that was, but I'm thinking 20 years maybe. Is that kind of what you felt, or did you think about that at all? No, I thought watching? about it, yeah. but uh, you know, uh, I think those Sons of Anarchy guys look older than they actually are. I well, think, that's I think part of his hard to charm tell. as yeah. a character actor is that he yeah. brings that really rough kind of like that's his deal, right? Yeah. Um, then kind, of, cor- kind of a Nick Nolte. At first, I was confused uh, in the Nick Nolte episodes. Uh, the Ugnaught, who looks like Nick Nolte, kind of, um, uh, is uh, in his. But his the gruff voice at first, I thought was the the guy from Sons of Anarchy because oh, I knew okay. that he was in. The Mandalorian. I oh. heard that somewhere, so I thought that's who it was. I actually confused the voice. Now, the next person we see, of course, is Bill Burr, um, who plays uh, like a, an ex-Imperial uh, uh, sharpshooter or something like that. And they make the joke saying that's not saying much, right? Because Stormtrooper. He's like, I wasn't a Stormtrooper, wise-ass, which is like yeah. probably the first utterance of the phrase wise-ass. That's a, pretty good. In a Star Wars thing. He makes thing. a good Gungan joke. <laughs> you, are you a Gungan under a, there? <laughs> used to thinking. Used to thinking. Used to people going to die. Like, he basically does a yeah. Jar Jar. Yeah, he does a Jar Jar uh, joke. Um, so Bill Burr plays kind of, he's like leading the team mm-hmm. uh, to go um, uh, to go spring a prisoner. We don't know who the prisoner is yet. Uh, the other uh, actors in here, okay, Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown I recognize from being the Kurgan in Highlander, the bad guy in Highlander, yeah. first of all. But he's also in um, Starship Troopers. He's mm-hmm. the main prison guard in Shawshank Redemption, which is the head prison guard. But also in Starship Troopers, he's like the drill sergeant that trains them before they go off to battle. Mm. So he's just a great, just an amazing, and he plays this Deveronian, this big guy with the devil horns, and he's just huge and mean. We see a version of that guy in the cantina. Yes, we do. We yeah. see one of those in, in the cantina. And the New Hope. So this is a the, New Hope. Sorry. So this the is the first hope. time we're seeing like one of those characters flushed out a bit. But he's kind of he's just being a dumb. He's not like there's not a lot to that character, but he's like super strong. Um, so it was cool to see the the Mandalorian fighting him later on. And uh, then the other actor in here, Natalia Tena, played the. Um, oh, now I recognize her. She's from Game of Thrones. Uh, okay, I didn't recognize her because of the makeup. She plays the Twi'lek uh, girl. But she was the uh, wildling uh, who took care of Bran in Game of Thrones. Remember her? Yeah. And then she's also in Harry Potter as well. She's been in a few things. So she was good as well. So all these awesome actors. And then, oh, yeah, Richard Aoade. Aoade? How do you say his last name? A-Y-O-A-D-E. Richard Aoade. The guy from the IT crowd. Yeah. So And he was the droid. He was the... Uh, the the you know sketchy droid and that's the feeling it got immediately as soon as we met these characters I'm like oh these guys are not good news like you cannot trust these guys at all and they they find the the baby Yoda immediately and they start screwing around with baby Yoda I'm like dude this so, is not a good I idea. had trouble paying attention for my usual reason for the first part of the episode because where's baby Yoda I kept asking yeah where's baby Yoda is he in danger. Where is he on the ship? Always, Where is he? It's always on your mind. I, I'm worried. I'm worried about him because we know we know the Mandalorian's not worried about him. Well, he doesn't seem to care. Like he's got a he's got a nice little uh, room decked out for him. He's, <laughs> he looks happy in that little room. Yeah, actually. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I just I, yeah, I'm like oh, I just had a bad I had a bad feeling about this the whole time, and and of course not too long into it we they they betray him, but man, it was just so much fun, kind of. Just following them along on this, they we we learned about his ship called the 
I'm forgetting the, the Razor name. Crest. Razor Crest. Do we know that before? Or was yeah. that the first? Okay. Great, cool name for a ship. We learned that it's a specific type of ship that is not registered in Imperial or a New Republic or anything, so they can't trace it. That's why they need it. Um, and then they go off to uh, to break a, a prisoner out of a New Republic prison ship. Not, um, you know, they kind of set it up to be like, oh, it's a it's a you know another gang or something, but it's not. It's this person's a legitimate prisoner, and they have to go bust him out of the ship, which I thought was really cool as well. So we saw some prisoners in, in uh, behind the bars. Yeah, too, that was a cool shot. We got a, a, a shot of the type of alien that John Favreau is in Solo. Oh uh, right, that was the with the forearms. Right. That guy was in there, and there I can't remember what else was in there. Uh, there's an imperial uh, guy wearing his imperial right. outfit. Yep. yep, looking through. Um, uh, who else? I think we saw one more. I can't remember. Yeah, who it was I'm blanking now. on it. But again, that was it was that was cool. Um, and then we saw the uh, the guy, the the kid, uh, who the one human being who was in charge of who's the prison. At the, yeah, who was at the in the cockpit um, with his you know giant rebel helmet on. Nice shoes, and, and Bill Burson. Nice <laughs> shoes, pal. Um, they weren't a bit worried when they yeah. saw that guy. Now I I think we're we're seeing um. The Mandalorian character is certainly becoming more clear as we go along. He does not want to kill people. That's very, very made very clear. Unless they threaten Baby well, Yoda. Well, he he did quick work on those. Like droids are a different story. Droid, yeah, he'll kill droids, no problem. He doesn't yeah. care about droids. But with people, he does not want to kill that that uh, New Republic officer. He did kill the dude who was threatening Baby Yoda at the end of the last episode. So he will kill people if they're threatening baby Yoda, but um, but overall he does not want to kill people. And he ends up not killing the three people who betrayed him. He just locks them up in a cell and leaves them there. And he doesn't kill, at the end of it, he takes the, finally takes the prisoner back to the to the first guy. He doesn't kill them either. He just uh, gives them a homing beacon and then Dave Filoni comes in and blows them up, which is quite funny. Yeah, I, I laughed out loud when I saw Dave Filoni and I groaned, but it was a, it I was a very, too. very, very kind of awkward cameo by Dave Filoni as one of the X-Wing pilots. I don't really want to see behind the scenes cameos in that was to me was the one. I, although I was pumped. I was so excited to see the X-Wing fighters. That, that was cool, yeah. Yeah, that I didn't come uh, out of hyperspace. That that I sort of didn't. I was like, oh, there's Dave Filoni. Like it sort of didn't register so much. But I watched it a second time, as I have with all of the episodes. Maybe not one of them, but I think I, most of them I've seen twice. Um, and uh, the second time, I was like, I don't think we want the directors making appearances. I don't think. Well, we Favreau want... did as well, but Favreau had a mask on. It's like, like when back in the day, George Lucas and his family showing up, and you're like, okay, well, fine. But, but uh, I mean, directors Hitchcock made a cameo in all his movies. Like some directors yeah, do but, that, some don't. Yeah, but uh, this is the first time Dave Filoni's worked with real life. He's done animation up till now, so yeah. But I'm not one of the people who's like, oh, this show's really about Dave Filoni. No, it's not. It's no. not about him. The thing is, and who cares? I don't really give a shit what his career is at Lucasfilm. I don't care. Now, I don't care if he gets fired tomorrow. All right. To me, it's, <laughs> I want the good content. I don't care about. Uh, I don't care about the behind the scenes. Well, people here's the thing. Up. Like, I think for for you and I, and for a lot of the diehard Star Wars fans who know who he is, and you made the joke. You texted me. You made the joke saying, "At least he didn't wear the hat," which is mm-hmm. a good. Good. It was very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we know who he is. We recognize him, even though he's not like a face of Star Wars. I think any regular person watching that wouldn't wouldn't have known who he was. So that was supposed no. To be that's like true. A, that's supposed to be like an Easter egg for the diehard Star Wars fans, but it's not one I really want to uncover. I don't really care. You're right. I don't care if Dave Filoni's in it or not. Yeah, but but um, it, bug, it bugs me to. See see like if John Favreau showed up and was the chef on board the ship it would piss me off I'd go like that's not that's not well I think John Favreau he's different though John Favreau was an actor first and then a director and he is he's known right now the thing he's known most for is being happy Hogan on uh in in the Marvel Cinematic Universe so I think he would be a distraction if his face showed up and I think it's interesting that he does a voice of um, you know, the the one bounty hunter guy. Uh, we had Richard Aoday do the voice of the... Like, some of these people who are doing voices would be distracting if they showed up as themselves. But uh, the ones who showed up that we know are are, are not distracting. They work really well because they're really good character actors. Um, okay, we're getting all over the place here. Yeah, what else? Uh, well, no, I mean, but but uh, generally, I thought it was one of the best episodes. Oh, it's so much fun. I just loved it. From from start to finish, and I watched the whole thing, made sure of it, watched the whole thing to see how it ends. <laughs> but, I, I, you know, it, it was just a fun uh, episode. We got to see him kind of outthink them. I got lots of, like, cool vibes of uh, when he's kind of, he's like shutting the doors to make them go in certain directions. That felt like, uh, it felt like that scene from... 
um, the uh, the Force Awakens when they're like when Ray is like shutting the doors on Han's ship to get the creature mm-hmm. to go in different ways and that kind of stuff. And he takes them out one by one. I really kind of want to know more about the history there between uh, the Mandalorian and that group of people and what happened with him and that that prisoner, the other Twi'lek, uh, who was the brother of the woman. Who's who, no longer with us. Yeah. like that. that well, I guess we assume he died. Did we oh, see him he's die? Gone. He's okay. a goner. Because the X-Wings fired on them. Yeah. I just think, I, that's another thing is that the X-Wings show up, they see a beacon, they follow the beacon, which is supposed to be coming from a prisoner ship. They don't see the prisoner ship, but they see that there's a space station that's launching a fighter against them, so they just shoot it. Yeah. Like, why don't they stop and talk? Like, this is not a very New Republic thing to do. Well, we're, we don't know how that works, right? So I guess that's how it works. I guess we learned how it works. I, I, I don't know that, I don't know that Mandalorian had that in, in mind when he left that with them. I think he thought they would get arrested. That, I that's what I would have assumed. Nah, I don't think okay. so. Uh-huh. I think he knew. Okay. I think he, I think he gave them the death sentence and he didn't care. That's, okay. There's no honor among thieves, and I think that that's well, I th- I, again. I think he's been very careful not to kill people, and he he had every justification. <laughs> well, not to kill people for no for for right. like he had every justification to kill Bill Burr and the other guys, and he didn't. I actually thought the the Deveronian um, Clancy Brown. I thought he died when the door smashed him. Yeah, I don't understand what happened there. I thought that was a funny scene. It was thought, great. Yeah, 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 he gets the doors coming down. He's whole he brings them up, and then all of a sudden... Also, impervious to flame, which I like. Which is really cool, because yeah. he's a devil, right? Because there's that kind of a, yeah. a thing where he looks he's like from a Mustafar, devil. From Mustafar. Maybe he's from Mustafar. Maybe. I don't know. He would do okay. If he would have fought Obi-Wan think, and fell in the lava, he would have been all right. I, th- I I can't... Someone needs to check this for me, but I think that was one of the costumes they borrowed from some other oh. film. Like A couple of those costumes in the cantina were borrowed from other ah. stuff they had on the lot at the right. time, just to make a big... Kind of amalgamation of different things. So I think that was one of them that was supposed to be like a Satan costume from something else. I thought the blend of the uh, team was was uh, fun. It was a good it was a good blend, a good mixture of aliens, yeah, and, he, and, a, and a human and a droid. That's perfect. I, I I thought that couldn't be better. I thought it was interesting to see that the New Republic had a reliance on droids guarding prisoners. Uh, in these little floating prison stations. Well, they're probably shorthanded, right? You would think it'd be ripe for prison breaks all the time. And, I mean, the Mandalorian was in a cell for all of 10 seconds before he broke out. Right. You know what I mean? He he, he was smart enough to figure out how to do that. Yeah, no one else in there can can figure out how to bust out. But, I mean, he has has, has his utility belt, which lets him get out of anything. um, We also saw that uh, Baby Yoda can take care of himself, too, apparently. Like, he can just kind of wander in and out and hide and that kind of stuff. Like, he's, he's really... Shows that he's aware of everything going on around him more than maybe a normal baby would. Like I think he's maybe more like a toddler Yoda at this he's point. He's still learning stuff though. Like he like uh, the hide and go seek game he plays basically with the droid when the droids yeah, wants yeah. to kill him. Um, and then he looks like he's about to use the force, and then the Mandalorian shoots the droid from behind. But would, would he and have done baby, something with well, the force? Well, that's just, and Baby Yoda looks at his hand like I did that. Like that's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he thought he did it. Yeah, and he was like, what the hell? Well, cool. Kind of thing. So he's still discovering what he can and can't do. But he appeared to know enough that he was going to need to um, stop this guy. This guy was was menacing as yeah, opposed to. Yeah. He knew he was in danger. And also, uh, we you can never forgive Bill Burr for dropping baby Yoda onto the floor. What a jerk. Calling him a pet. Oh, what a jerk. Calling Bill, Burr, Bill Burr is, is all Bill Burr. Like I was, it's a miracle yeah. he only said wise ass, I think. Uh, this, I'm sure there are lots of outtakes of him swearing and doing other things that are not very Star Wars. But, I'm sure uh, Nice Shoes was well, uh, ad lib. Yeah, but he was very Bill Burr in this, and yeah. he plays like a good kind of jerk. I like the shoulder-mounted gun. I think that's a very uh, cool I was going to mention that as well. Yeah. That's cool. We want that. We want to see more of that. Yeah, and the cool technology yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to shoot around corners. And it looks like we'll see him yeah. again because they were now – I didn't miss anything, right? They were in a cell at the end of it. They didn't. Yes, get, they were. They did not get killed. So those three we'll hopefully see again. At oh, some we point. will. I think those are great. Those are all three yeah. great, uh, great actors and great characters. Um, and yeah, that was. I guess that's pretty much it for the. Like, there was nothing else that I can think of that really stood out to me. As no, far as- it's. Uh- uh, if there's a, a murmur among Star Wars fandom about the Mandalorian, it's it's like we need to wrap up the story. Well, and, I, it's and, funny because it seems to be it's it's not serialized. It's very much 
a thing of the week, you yeah. know, adventure of the week kind of a thing, which used to be the norm in television, and now it's not. So everybody's yeah. exposed, what's going on? Why aren't we getting a consistent story here? There's like, a thread like, going through, the Baby Yoda thread. Well, sure, and, but that's and it. we don't know what happened to, uh, to uh, uh, the people who he ripped off back on uh, – on the original planet, whatever that was called, I can't remember. The, the droid was trying, was figuring it out as he was looking at right. the uh, the holographic recording of um, Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. So he was figuring that out, and I think he knew that the guild wanted him. And obviously, his buddy at the beginning knew the guild wanted him and didn't care. Right. Right. So, but he was going to double cross him. He was going to send that fighter out to shoot him down and it, well, kill him. It's, it's also unclear who was double crossing who and for what. In that episode, I, I think they're all. I don't. I mean, I don't see the benefit in them double crossing the Mandalorian, um, unless something happened in the past that they made them want to get revenge on him. Something seemed to have happened between him and that male Twilight guy. Well, he got know. him captured. I, I guess, mean, he, but but yeah. we don't know the circumstances no. of that. So that was he wanted to get. That's when they decided to. The Mandalorian just wants to get paid. That's it. That's yeah. all he cares that's about. All, yeah, yeah, that's all he cares about. So he got paid. And he took off, and then the X-Wing showed up. So, And we have another episode tomorrow on Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, and what's that going to be? I have no idea. Like, I hope it's not a tie-in with the movie. I, I, wonder, I don't want it to be a tie-in with the now, movie. Now, did they, did they always have this schedule for this Wednesday, or did they move no, it? No, I think they did. Okay. I, think they, I think it was. Is it just because they want to get it out of the way before Star Wars drops, and they want to have like the weekend free for Rise of Skywalker discussions online? Or Probably. What? And I also think... Um, I know yesterday I saw um, people going, I'm logging off because the leaks have already I've started. Seen, I saw Steel Saunders say that, yeah. I saw more than yeah, that. Yeah. And uh, uh, today, Twitter, it's the, the the trending topic is Rise of Skywalker premiere. Okay. So I looked at it. Oh, yeah. Quick. Last night was the Hollywood premiere. Yeah, right? I looked. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there's people definitely tweeting Reddit threads about final battles and you know all kinds of stuff which I did not read either I just saw nothing I saw I, I didn't see any photos but I definitely saw stuff that if you want to click on it and see further you are gonna be spoiled so uh, there's a <laughs> warning to everybody you know don't be get very careful I saw I was out at a work placement visit last week as we finished up our work placement here in the program and uh, one of the students mentioned that there was a new clip released by Lucasfilm the one involving Kylo yeah. Ren. And I didn't really want to watch it, but I didn't want to be rude either because yeah. the, the, the uh, work placement supervisor was there too, and they're all big Star Wars fans. And so we watched it. And I'm like, I really just wish I didn't see that. You know, I saw uh, the same one, yeah. and, and it is I. Why the hell they would re- release that the week before the film comes out doesn't make I don't, any sense. I don't sense. understand why they're doing this. Like they've never released longer scenes like that before. Like I don't know why they felt they have to do that. And I actually think, I mean, to me, it speaks to them really wanting people to go and maybe um the early pre the early tickets did not go as to is uh as heavily as what they'd hoped uh it could be i i mean i'm sure we know it's going to do well the quest but solo didn't do as well as they wanted so i think there's a little bit of fear there and i think that's an attempt to Get people pumped for it. Do you think they're worried that the backlash to The Last Jedi will hurt this one? Oh, yeah. I think they're trying to convince us this will be a good movie. I think, uh, yeah, but I also think that because Solo, I think everybody thinks Solo came out too fast after the last one, and that accounted for a lot of the, and the marketing, that that, that appears to be the two main culprits. And then, um, uh, you know, what we don't want is another Star Wars film to underperform, because then it becomes a franchise issue or <laughs> as opposed to a timing issue. See, so I think that's what they're trying to do. I think and most people as terrible as it is, they'll they'll only go to a movie and we certainly have got no sense of a story apart from that. I yeah, but I'm just wondering like is it is it reasonable case? Okay, so obviously the Force Awakens did the best box office of the 3, right? Is that right? Yeah. I'm gonna, That's I'm how gonna, it always goes. Yeah, so it's going to fall off by the time the third movie yeah, comes Phantom out. Phantom Menace did the best of those three. So the, the first one has got the hype. And and the first one has always come after years of, uh, of nothing. long waiting. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just trying to see of, um, if I can find of a list of Star Wars films. Nobody's going broke on Star Wars. No, I know. But, but, but I don't, there's I don't an know, expectation. Like, I, so there... What is the expectation for box office and what, like, to me, the quality of the film is so much more important than box office because we know it's going to do well. It's going to make money. It's going to be successful. Who cares if it doesn't make just as much money as the last one? Like, I don't think, I hope that that's not something that's helping them make decisions here because 
I would really be, and I'm, it doesn't matter how good this movie is, there's still going to be a portion of the population that doesn't like it. Yeah. There's still a section of people out there who hate the new era of Star Wars and they hate Kathleen Kennedy and all the other Disney stuff. But that, those people are not going to go away. Yeah. Um, so I just want it to be a good movie. I just It's the only thing I care about at this yeah. point. Let's get to our predictions for the last uh, from after the last Jedi, we made predictions and let's yeah. Get a look. And I so what I've done here is I've transcribed them from the original sheet that I was carrying around, and we made oh, there's a handful. There's like about a dozen predictions here, and uh, some of these are bold and will ultimately turn out to be crazy predictions. Others <laughs> appear to be str- strangely close to uh, to the marketing we've seen, and some we've already got confirmed. So it's kind of fun. Um, so the first prediction is one that I have stuck to all the way through, and I don't think it's going to pay off. And I don't believe you ever went along with this, but here it is. I have said all along that Ray and uh, Kylo Ren are going to be brother and sister, and there will be some indication that uh, Leia maybe knew something that uh, Han Solo did not know about uh, where Ray comes from. Yeah, I was more I, I... – I felt it more after the last movie, but um, I was hoping that she would be more closely. Re- I thought I was hoping after actually after the last Jedi, I thought she would be more uh, closely related to Luke. It'd be Luke's like their cousins; they're not mm-hmm. brother and sister, so it, she could be Luke's kid. Um, but I don't know. I again, I don't know. I don't know, know what to think anymore. So what do we? You said that, but I, I said well, I said that they would be brother and sister, and I I still think that that could happen. But I think uh, based on what we're seeing, I think it's a very long shot. I don't <laughs> I don't really think they have to. One of the biggest complaints of, of the last Jedi was that they kind of dismissed who her parents were. I don't believe that moment. I think that Kylo no, is lying there. So I think that her parents do have significance, and I hope we find out who her parents are in this film. Um, I. I know that it's not. I don't think it's Han and Leia. It could be Luke, and it could be Ben Kenobi. That's another possibility as well. Very. Well, it's all interesting. Or uh, or you or we, Palpatine. Now, now of course you have that clone theory, right? That uh, yeah. that she's a clone or something like that. So well, there's that as well. There's one thing we didn't say that we did not predict, and that's Palpatine would be <laughs> right. No, we didn't see that coming for so, sure. So keep that in mind yes. that we were imagining. Uh, something different to what's there. So Palpatine throws a whole monkey wrench into the proceedings where he, oh, I'm, I'm going to get up here and announce everything I've done, including the fact I created you from Mandalorians and you, blah, 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 blah. Like for all we know, he'll, whatever, he'll have a lot to say about <laughs> both of their origins <laughs> and who the hell knows. I mean, I'm just, and once again, we should probably tell people we're talking out of our asses here. Oh, yes. We don't know anything. Yes. So these aren't spoilers. Uh so that's the first one. Uh, am I standing by that they're going to be brother and sister? I have no choice but to at this point because yes. I went all in yes. early. So I'm going to stand by. I it. think that if they're related in any way, that's a win. I think that you, yeah. get, you get credit for that if they're related. But I would so. say, and if it goes one step further and they go, this is, these are Leia's children, though Han Solo was not aware of it or – Although, um, and maybe they're not both Han Solo's children. Right, I mean, right. there, there's all different kinds I think, of. I think there's any kind of bloodline there. Then, yeah. then you, then, then it's a win. Yes, for yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. And yeah, well, there might be some exceptions to that because if Palpatine says Leia gave birth to you, but I made it happen, well, that's something different. I think yeah. that's a different storyline. Yeah, maybe she was artificially <laughs> inseminated. Well, that's a Phantom Menace story. That's right. Storyline. Yeah. So it might. It's not off the. You know, out of the question that that would happen. The second thing that you and I said was, hey, these first two movies came awfully close together. There's no time gap because um, she hands them the lightsaber from one to two for the from from uh, part seven to part eight. So we said part nine will feature a time gap. I think that's going to happen. I, I think, think so, too. I think that all indications is that there's going to be at least a year between yeah. the end of The Last Jedi and the beginning of this film. So that's not a huge prediction, but yeah. I think we appear that appears to have been borne out. Okay. But it's not much of a prediction because we just went there'll be a time gap yeah. as opposed to what? Yeah. As opposed, like, I don't think th- that movie ended in a way that could just pick up. No, they need time to, to yeah. regroup, right, after all yeah. the crap that happened. So, yeah. Um, then we also said, and this is an easy one, we said the Knights of Ren will be appearing in this film. And they will. We and know they that. will. We yeah. know. We, we've got a clip, a very brief one, but we know that that's there. Um, all right. Now we get into this. We get into stuff that I don't think is going to happen, but here we go. Here's a okay. few. Um, we predicted, now I can't remember who, uh, I know I said this and you might have gone along with it, but um, in this movie, they would not, in fact, the big baddies would be the arms dealers 
who DJ told us about. That, yeah. I don't think so. No, I don't I, think there's going to be anything. Yeah, that whole that whole Canto Bite sequence, <laughs> I think, could just be taken out, and we would never know the difference. Honestly, um, it, you know, we've talked about that being a mistake, and I think that including including DJ and you know that whole thing with him, uh, he was awesome. But I, I would, you know, there was no point to him. So yeah, I don't think that's going to be that, true. That, and that's also if and if there is no anything. About because DJ famously here's hey here's a Tie Fighter here's an X Wing they make them all the same company makes them all yeah and and we're and at the time that with fresh in our minds we're like that's it that's the that's the bad guy that's the the common enemy no but that's like that's like uh, um, Ryan Johnson looking at the dice saying this is a big deal and then yeah. JJ's like no it wasn't like, yes <laughs> you know like it's it's just about your interpretation of the things and whoever yeah. did uh, Solo thought the dice were a big deal as well and the dice are not oh. a big deal no dice no dice. Uh, there, there's a prediction. There will be no dice. Oh, I don't think so. Thing. No, the um, dice are done. Okay, so related to what we were just talking about is you and I, this is going to be ridiculous, but here we go. You and I had a discussion on that podcast about, okay, if they don't go after the arms dealers, then what the F is DJ doing in this film? Nothing. He's not doing anything. So then I suggested, <laughs> this is just the lamest prediction. I suggested, could it be that DJ is Ray's father? No, that's pretty funny. I, I, it's pretty I, funny. It's funny. Yeah, but yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, uh, there, I, there's no freaking way. Yeah, I, DJ's I, not even in this. Well, film. I think what we were doing is I'm we were guessing. searching for reasons for that yes. whole sequence to be relevant because it isn't. And I think that that's kind of a, in our in our kind of blindness of wanting to like the movie so much, we didn't want to acknowledge the fact that it really is a complete waste of time for them to go and do any of that stuff. And so we were looking for reasons to to think it, it's worth it, and I don't think it is. And I don't think it's going to pay out at all. So yeah, obviously he's not Ray's father. Okay, yeah, I think that's the most the stupidest one. Oh no, there's some to come. Um, <laughs> then okay, so we're at number six. Where there's only a dozen. Um, I suggested that were I making this, we you and I had a long discussion about what Le- Leia Leah, what her role would be in this last film, especially knowing that the actor had passed away, uh, and and maybe she's a flashback, <laughs> maybe. Um, maybe she's, uh, they use the deleted scenes, which as it turns out, I guess they did, but who knows in what context. Um, and then I think I suggested that maybe we'd find out that Leia, in fact, was dead all along. That even when when, uh, they pull a sixth sense on us and, uh, hey, I've never been here, bitches, just like Luke, (laughs) just like Luke in that final battle. Well, hey, I, fooled you twice. Shame see, on you, bitches. One, the one thing that we never got to see and we will never see that you really wanted to see was Leia kicking ass at the Force. Like that was something that you thought we would get. Um, and I, I thought that was a great prediction when you made it, but I, I just don't think uh, you know they don't have enough footage to show that. I think it's just going to be one scene with Leia, and, and it's going to be maybe it'll be a pivotal scene where we find out who Ray really is. Maybe that'll yeah. be it. Um, but it's only going to be the one scene, I think, and then we're going to move on because they don't have that much footage to work with here. So they're going to do, you know, the front shots of her saying things. They're going to do, you know, shots of behind from the uh, for a, for a body double and that kind of stuff, and and do a little trickery like that to to make us think that she's there. But well, do you believe that Leia will be dead at the end of this film? No, I don't think so. Oh. I, don't, I don't think they will kill off Leia in this film because she's just going to go off, and we're not going to see her again. The, fascinating. Yeah. I think she'll be dead. Okay. But but uh so there's two more predictions. But okay. but this ties into our next prediction, which was that there would be in some form a funeral or remembrance for Luke Skywalker and that there could potentially be one depending on the storyline for Leia. What about one for Han? They never did one for Han either. Too late. You know too soon? Gee, this well, is I too late. Well, come on. Like what why didn't we get to see that? That was that would have been a perfect device to get people together to discuss the next steps they just kind of skipped over all that we went from we went from han dying to them back at their planet regrouping to ray flying off to give the lightsaber to to luke and that was it and that was that was like a couple of days and then then they go off to uh to the uh, planet this is all within like episodes seven and eight all take place within a few weeks Mm -hmm. at the most so there's no reason why they can't have han um han in there as well yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. I think I don't know. I don't oh, know about either one of those. Maybe, I don't. Th- I think maybe not, maybe none of the above. Luke said in the, in the um, last Jedi said no one's ever really gone. Yeah. So maybe we'll see a Force Ghost Han. 
well, the film is called The Rise of Skywalker. So if Skywalker isn't, I believe that to be a double meaning, of course, but I also believe that Luke Skywalker will live at the end of the film. Oh, okay. That's a cool one. That's good. Yeah. I think he has to. Given so that he didn't die during the. He didn't, oh, maybe he, 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 well, maybe he did, but who cares? Like, well, it's always easy. Nobody knows how the Force works, so do what okay. you want. Um, then uh, you and I said, and I think this will bear itself out to be true, I think, that there will be a final battle, and the final battle will tilt on the involvement of some famous Force ghosts, is what we said. And we suggested that Hayden Christensen was a potential Force ghost. We suggested that Mace Windu, ghost or not, not a ghost maybe. We suggested a Jedi that we've never seen in films before um, showing up uh, for one a grandiose final thing. But indeed, and maybe even um, Ewan McGregor or, you know. Uh, gone, Jim. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We thought that we the whole gang could be back for that battle, and that is what would tip the scales, Those the involvement okay. of those Force Ghosts. I, I think that it would be interesting that they would go with, um, if they show Obi-Wan Kenobi as a Force Ghost, they have mm. to show Ewan McGregor, right? That's the only option right. they have. Um, but it would be, and we know that's much more possible now because he's doing a series. So he has been in contact with them. He could have shot some stuff. We don't know. Uh, but it's interesting that in the, you know, the special editions or whenever they replaced those force ghosts, like when they replaced Anakin Skywalker with Hayden Christensen, that they didn't also replace, uh, Sir Alec Guinness with, with Obi-Wan, right? right. Like why, why, why wouldn't they do that? It, it doesn't have to do with, we never really figured this out. How do the, 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 the way the force ghost looks, does it have to do with how they looked when they died? Is that what we're talking about? We don't here? have no. When well, in the case of changing it back to Hayden Christensen, the impl- implication would be when you were last with the forces of good is what you look like. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. Well, maybe when you're um, when you were last, uh, and he did recant on his deathbed too, and so we don't know what that has to do with anything, but it might have something to do. Okay, because you know you know the secret, right? You live a, a horrible life, and then at, right when you're on your deathbed, you're like. I'm sorry, God. Yeah. And God's like, no problem. That's why there's so many old people <laughs> in church. <laughs> Seriously, right. go to church. There's a bunch of old people. That's there. right. That's so right. I, it could have something to do with that, too. Yeah. I don't know that we're going to get a full explanation. I don't think it matters, okay. really. Um, then we said, so we're at number nine, so just a few to go here. We said uh, Maz Kanata yeah. was going to show up and explain finally Where the origin the of the lightsaber. Yeah, I think that's going to happen. I think okay. that's going to happen. Well, we, or it could be a flashback. Yeah, well, but either we way, the, we'll find out. We'll find out how that we, uh, how she got that lightsaber. More than anything, I demand a motherfucking explanation <laughs> because you can say that's a story for another time and not uh, tell us the story. Yeah, have another drink. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, you God. have to buy this the the yeah. extra the DVD with the extra scenes to get that story. No, I think it's going to happen. Um, I and I really it would be interesting to know how that happened because. And apparently, there was already again. We talked about this in, in the original film, in The Force Awakens. That was going to be the opening sequence was going to be that lightsaber um you know falling through time to figure out how it got to Maz's castle so they probably thought it out they you know they've got to have that answer uh number 10 we're a win already and we said lando would be in this film yeah that was a big prediction back in the day um and we already know it's true um then number 11 we said there would be a power struggle uh, between Kylo Ren and Hux would and that power struggle that happened at the end of the last jedi though Oh no! But we, no, no! That. But we said this film would further explore. Oh really? Yeah, would mm. further explore that power struggle. But I think, and then let's talk. I'll take, throw in the last one because I think this all comes together. Um, we also said, and this is this is true and not true at the same time. We also suggested that with the death of Snoke, another Sith would emerge. And one has, but uh, it's not an old, a new one. <laughs> it's an old one, and yeah. that's uh, Emperor Palpatine, who we know to be in this film. So we predicted a power struggle and another dark force user. We, it's true, we got we got them, but that's not really what we were thinking. Think, here's a question: that uh, Do you think if Ryan Johnson had not killed Snoke in the Last Jedi, that it would be Snoke in this position instead of the Emperor? I when JJ created Snoke the character. He thought he of him as the big bad for the entire three movies. I would I would just say if the actor who played Palpatine was not alive, it would be a totally different story. But I think, and JJ also has it in his head. He's got something weird in his head I don't, that I don't necessarily agree with. But he says it all the time. This is the ending to the nine movie saga. That's me. That's what I'm doing. I'm ending all nine on this one. I don't know. I don't think he had to do that. I think that the current trilogy. 
could just be an ending to the current yeah, trilogy. Yeah, you don't have to tie in episode one. But he and and not just that, the marketing all along lately has dropped the Roman numerals. It's also it's also got the duel of the fates theme. Yeah. in the new trailer, yeah. so they're going back to that. So I I don't know if, uh, if they're trying to harken back to episode one or that that prequel trilogy. It's like when know. the Super Bowl drops the Roman numeral when it gets to 50 because no one knows what the hell an L is. <laughs> it's the same thing. It was like, uh, they don't know. No one's going to know what these things are. So they take them out. But that also had the impact of not making us really linking them that close together. Yeah. Plus, with the side movies, with Rogue One and Solo coming out, it became less important. So J.J., whatever, he think, he believes himself and maybe... And because he does, that make that changes the way I look at this last film or what I predict. Well, yeah, that that opens the possibility up for Hayden Christensen as a Forest Ghost for because the yeah. Emperor is the one who turned him originally, right? So the, yeah. the, the, if you really are saying you're going to wrap it all up, then you have to have some sort of resolution between Darth Vader and the Emperor. You know, yeah. you have to have resolution between. Um, uh, that, well, Luke, who Luke, vanishes yeah, and whatever yeah, he's Luke, up to. Yeah, and then, of course, Ray and Finn and, and all, all that stuff. So, yeah. man, that's a lot for one movie to do. I don't it's know. a lot. I yeah. don't know if that's a good idea. Do you think Kylo Ren will be redeemed and, and come out on the light side? Hmm. That's a very tough one. Because yeah. I think he could just as... I don't think they're going to kill him. Do you? No. I think it's a very low odds. I think that character works. And when you got a character who, who works... It's so hard to do to pull that plug. It's easier to pull the plugs on the older actors. But like we're gonna a, lose, a guy like Lando is easier to kill. Well, yeah, but you think we're going to lose one of the big three of, of Ray Finn or Poe. Then it would be Poe, I would suggest. Yeah, I, would, yeah, I agree with that. I think if, if those are going to die, it's going to be Poe. His use has not been maxed out, let's just say, over the trilogy. He, Yeah, that would not... I don't think that would be the... Um, what else? Are anything, any other predictions that you can think of that you want to... Put out there before you actually go see the movie. Um, oh, this is so tough. Like, like we we really didn't get into who might live or die, and one of the things I mean, we've had lots of complaints about the current series, and one of them is the droids R two and three PO haven't oh, been used. To and their we have full another potential. new one in this movie too, by the way. He yeah. looks like a cone with a wheel. Yeah, looks like the laziest design I've ever seen for a for a droid. I'm not I'm not a fan of this new droid, whatever it is. I don't think we need one, and and the underuse of R two D two in particular has got people. We knew three P something. Three PO is yeah. going to do something. We, he's yeah. going to look at his friends for the last time. We know and that. his eyes turn red. We know. We yeah. know he's holding a gun at one point yeah. because of the marketing. So they're whatever. They'll make him go berserker. Put him in berserker mode. That'd maybe be cool. that'd be cool. I think that's. Uh, I mean, that's what. That's where my mind goes yeah. when I put all that together. But I could be totally wrong. Or he could be impersonating someone, or who the hell knows? Who knows what he could be doing? Yeah, or they could be uploading his consciousness to the uh, yeah. ship like they did for uh, yeah. Face and Solo, right? They could be doing that as well. Oh, yeah. There's so many different ways yeah. to do that. But once again, I don't know that we've seen many scenes with R2-D2 saving the day. Uh, there was one nice scene in, in the last film between R2 and Luke. That was yeah. like the best thing that we've seen from R2-D2. Uh, that was a cheap move. That was a great line and a great scene, and that's all we've really seen from him. You know, like it just, yeah, underused for sure. It's a, and it's a little late in the series to be introducing some of the stuff that we're getting introduced. Like there's we got a lot new, of new characters coming yeah, in here. Yeah, we got new. We know that we got new characters showing up. We're gonna have old ones cameos and Lord knows what showing up in this for sure. Um, the the film itself is like two and a half hours long. About uh, I don't know, like it's uh. We're going to have a lot to talk about after this film in terms of how the two films, did the two films prior set up this last one effectively, or did they squander the time they had getting to sort of the money shot in this last film? I think what we're going to, my prediction is that we're, the, the second episode is going to stand out like a sore, th stick out like a sore thumb. You think? Yeah, uh, because the first two were done by J.J. and the second one wasn't. I think that Ryan Johnson. No, you mean the first and last were done by J.J.? That's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. Um, the the uh, I think Ryan Johnson tried to challenge the audience and did successfully challenge the audience by killing off some characters that JJ probably would have kept around, like Snoke, um, and that's that JJ is having to kind of pick up what he wanted this to be. Now I don't think he was going to go. In, he didn't think. Don't think he went into it. JJ was trying to set up the other two films for success, which is why he introduced all this stuff in the first one. And then Ryan Johnson kind of didn't take that. Didn't take the ball. You know what I mean? He just put it. He said, "No, no, I'm going to do my own thing." And I think what he did was fine, but 
I think that JJ's got to do a bit of backpedaling now to get. Oh, get he will. Better. You know, he's got to reset. That's why we have Emperor Palpatine in here, not Snoke. We would have found out if Snoke had lived, we would have found out his origin story in this movie. Right. right? But now we're not going to get that. So I. Part well, of me can't, well, well, we're going to find out he was a puppet of the Emperor. Right. Because we have to, because why else? Did things unfold that way if all along we had this guy, the, the now, guy who, by the way, is the puppet master of Star Wars? The one thing, this is going to tie back to The Mandalorian before we wrap up here. The one thing that we could be getting in The Mandalorian, because we've heard yeah. that this series will show us the roots of the um, First Order. We'll see how the First Order started to become a thing. So we might see that in tomorrow's episode. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think of. Maybe maybe we'll see Snoke in tomorrow's episode. Right? No? No? Come on. I don't know. Not a chance. Okay. I, I don't want any tie-in. I don't necessarily think but that, there will be. But I definitely have heard that from people being interviewed that say, we're going to start to see the beginnings of the First Order in this series. What? So I've, I've heard that. I don't know what that means. Uh, maybe we have already. Oh, maybe. because they're abducting babies and there is a well, baby. But maybe Werner Herzog is, is that. Maybe that's what they yeah, mean by that, right? Maybe. So I don't know. It, it's it, We'll have to see. But I think that, um, you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this movie. I think it's going to be good. I'm not going to, like, you know, Hem and haw about the details of, oh, this is good, this is bad, although we'll do that on the podcast. But I think that, in the end, the second one is going to be the worst of the three, uh, and and as opposed uh, to the best of the three as it is in the I already trilogy. think Last Jedi is better than Force Awakens. Okay, I don't know if I, I think agree it with is. That. I have to rewatch them all. But I'm, they both have problems, though. They both have problems. Yeah. I can't, I don't, I still think they're both fine films. They're fine. Like, I would not I would not give either one a 10 out of 10, but I also wouldn't give either one an They're F. both better than the prequels, I'll say that. That's that's for sure. Uh, Although the highs and the, the, the great moments in the prequels continue to be great. I know. Whereas I think uh, maybe this trilogy has been more consistent, but maybe the highs haven't been quite as high. Maybe. There's been no Darth Maul. No. You know what I mean? No, I think Kylo Ren is meant to be the Darth Vader, Darth whoever. And he's not doing that the same way that they were doing done in other films, which I like, right? It's a new yeah. way of t- storytelling. The character oh. of Kylo Ren is, is actually probably one of my favorites in this whole thing because he's so conflicted and he's so like, you know, the whole thing about him is that you don't know. You really don't know which way he's going to go. See, I thought, here's another prediction that is, will not, I assume will not happen. And I just, uh, I didn't write, I didn't even write this one down because it falls into sort of the miscellaneous little whatever. But I thought at some point, uh, during the trilogy, all the way back, that Kylo Ren would ultimately put on the Darth Vader mask. He would ultimately become Darth Vader once again. Darth, hey, if uh, Darth Vader isn't around, then I'm going to be Darth Vader. And maybe he'd even be disfigured. Maybe he would He's have a, a, bit knee- of a scar going on his face. Well, that well, they've certainly been hinting all along that that could happen. But uh, I don't actually think that that's a possibility, especially since we see in the trailer. We see the mask on the pedestal. He's pretty much done the mask thing, right? And and there's some kind of a... I I have to assume it's a Force vision in which him and Rey smash that statue of Darth Vader or whatever that is. I have to assume that's a, that's a force. force it's just vision. like the dark ray thing. Well, how are you going to introduce that? At, yeah, in, in this I know, film? I know. It, it's a force vision. So and, I, and yeah, you just... can't trust the trailers for sure. There's no, there's no, no. The, the trailers are not going to give us any kind of hint of what the story actually is. When you show scenes in the trailers that aren't in the finished movie, that's when you know you can't trust. Well, the trailer. We, that's when they lost us, right? They lost us at Rogue One. So yeah, even different readings of lines that were in yeah. uh, in the film. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, um, yeah, I think that I think that Kylo Ren will live, but he will not. No, okay. Mm, how am I, I'm going to put this? He will not turn to the light side. But I think that means he has to die. Shit, I just thought of that now. It's so tough. If he does not go back to the light, he has to die. I feel like that's that's the way it's got to be. Or he finishes what his grandfather started, which is he kills Palpatine. But and who knows what that? But means. that means he reverts to the light side. Like, so he could no, be that. He no, could that. no, you could still be a bad guy and realize when somebody needs to die but you know you think about um it doesn't automatically this is the end right so we're not going to come back to this so you have to think about uh, we will these people oh, are come on. a final state of something so either he's in prison for the rest of his life no. or he's dead or he's good and we find out that so i think actually there's more of a chance of him becoming good in the end of this than than not so here's that's I just worked this through my own just now. Does that mean that so there's makes, a chance that Dark feel, Ray will last? No, will no. last the end of no, this no. Film? I think the Emperor is the big bad. I think the, okay, this is this is my final prediction. The Emperor is the big bad. The two of them are going to unite against the Emperor in the end. That's what's going to happen. Okay. So we'll see. I don't know. 
I got to think that I'm still not. Okay, well, tweet, I, my mind hasn't tweet gone your there. predictions. Well, these are the. I mean, I'm going to stick with the ones that we already oh, okay. made. I don't know if I have new ones, but that's, uh, I have. That's my new one. As you as you get closer to the movie being released, I just stop thinking about it, and I'm like, I, no, I'm not. I'm just going to go in. I'm going to see what the hell they throw my way. Like, remember last time the surprise in the Lost Jedi was like what a sort of compressed window of time. Yeah, it was all about and the sort of how much time we spent. Like as a sitting duck with the with the, the uh, first order on our yeah, yeah. ass, yeah. like we didn't expect any of that stuff. No, I and like the, that. Nah, but then we had the bizarre Canto bite. Where hey, we hey, we're stuck here in space. Well, no, we can actually get out really fast if we <laughs> blah blah blah. Like yeah. that didn't really. That's never sort of borne itself out to make any sense. You know, yeah, you know. So, like, well, let's see. They could throw out, they could throw any number of things at us, but I do think JJ will resolve a lot of this stuff, for yeah. better or for worse. Well, <laughs> this is also the guy that brought us Lost, so he did not resolve most of Lost. Yeah. So he does. He's not under any obligation to resolve these things for us. I'm still trying to find where the new movies. The um, I'm looking at the top grossing films of all time, and the Force Awakens was up there, but I still have not seen the Last Jedi as far as how many. There it is. Okay, so it's number 45 on the list. The Last Jedi brought in $620 million. That's, uh, I, I think that's got to be domestic. No, it's got to be more than a billion uh, worldwide. Oh, yeah. Real worldwide box office, $1.3 billion. Wow. So, um, and then, the the yeah, The Force Awakens was way higher. Where is he here? Phantom Menace is higher than that. Phantom Menace adjusted. Phantom oh, yeah. Menace brought in 1.75 billion. Oh yeah, insane. Well, the the, the pent up demand for that one. Yeah. Okay. And here the, the uh, oh, okay. So this uh, Force Awakens 2.5 billion, 2.15 billion. So I mean, even if this one crosses the billion dollar mark, I think it's a win. I got to think it's a win, right? And I think it will cross yeah. the billion dollar mark. And I don't think they should be um, depending on that to to tell them what to do going forward. I think hopefully they stick with whatever they have planned out. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Is that it? Any other things you want to say? No, before? let's go to the movie, let's and then the movie. we'll do this on, fr- on Friday morning. Yeah, we'll do we'll, another. We'll put out another episode on Friday morning. So that's going to do it for this episode of the Star Wars Nerds Podcast. I'm Dan Vadabonker. And I'm Kenton Larson. Don't let the force hit you in the ass. Where did you dig up that old fossil? We'll get to Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. That's not a moment. We're all fine here. No, thank you. How are you?